Hello from CNN, I'm Joe Beck, with the five things you need to know for Wednesday, September 20th. A government shutdown would damage communities, the economy, and national security. That's the warning from the White House this morning, as lawmakers struggle to agree on a spending plan. The deadline to pass a budget is the end of next week. But if that doesn't happen, the Biden administration says active service members and federal law enforcement would be forced to work without pay. And FEMA's already struggling disaster relief fund could be depleted. The White House also estimates 10,000 children would lose access to Head Start programs across the country, while air traffic controllers and TSA officers would also have to work without pay, threatening travel delays. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy does have a proposal for a temporary spending bill, which could buy Congress more time. But right now, he doesn't appear to have the support to pass it. Meanwhile, some Republicans and Democrats are considering teaming up on a plan to fund the government if McCarthy and GOP leaders fail. The U.S. Attorney General is taking the hot seat today, and CNN has learned some of what Merrick Garland plans to tell Republican lawmakers, who are accusing him of politicizing the Justice Department. CNN's Zachary Cohen has more. This is about as direct as we've ever heard Merrick Garland. He's going to hit back at his critics and primarily congressional Republicans, House Republicans, who have criticized him for just about everything so far in their tenure as the majority. And look, he's going to make clear to them that he's not the president's lawyer. He's not Congress's prosecutor. In fact, this one excerpt really hits home. He goes on to say that the Justice Department doesn't do what is politically convenient, but rather, and, and, and doesn't take orders from the president or Congress or anyone else, they decide who to criminally prosecute. Garland has been under fire from both sides of the aisle, as Republicans accuse him of failing to protect the department from politics, whereas Democrats say he's been too slow and timid in going after former President Donald Trump. Canadian automakers have narrowly avoided a strike after workers reached a tentative deal with Ford overnight, but did not release details. That means, for now at least, they won't be following in the footsteps of the United Auto Workers Union. The UAW's walkout is now in its sixth day, and negotiations are ongoing. Workers say they'll strike for as long as it takes to get the big three automakers to meet their demands, and some are preparing for life without pay. Every dollar, every cent is accounted for, whether it goes for food, electric, gas, rent. It's like one less thing on the plate. Meanwhile, the Writers Guild is set to meet with studio representatives today to see if they can bring an end to the months-long strikes that have shut down production in Hollywood. The union is threatening to expand the strike. Federal charges have now been filed after a one-year-old died from a fentanyl overdose at a daycare center in the Bronx. The two suspects, who were earlier charged in state court with murder, are now charged in federal court with conspiracy and possession with intent to distribute narcotics, resulting in death. They face up to life in prison and will remain in federal custody until their next hearing, as prosecutors think they both pose a flight risk. The one-year-old died last week, and three other children were sent to the hospital after they were exposed to suspected opioid poisoning at the daycare center. Investigators say they found a kilogram of the drug under a mat where children had been napping. An artist took the money and ran, but now he has to give it back. I'll tell you more next. A couple of years back, a Danish artist was given $76,000 from a museum to create artworks. But instead, he handed in a blank canvas titled, Take the Money and Run. Well, he clearly didn't run far enough, because now he's been ordered to pay the money back. 
In 2021, the museum loaned the artist the money to create updated versions of pieces featuring frames filled with banknotes, depicting average annual salaries. And he argued his piece was a commentary on low wages, and that his breach of contract was part of the work. But the court sided with the museum, and said he has to pay most of it back. That's all for now. Our next episode drops at noon Eastern. 